the Red Maryland segment with Greg Klein, covering all things political in the old line state, here on 92.7 WGMD, WGMD.com, and the WGMD app. All right, 749 is the time, and uh, Greg Klein joining us on the Backyard Works Newsmaker line. Greg, good morning, and this may be the most important Red Maryland segment that we do all year. Um, let me do this first, though, Greg, uh, since we have a, no an extra. Pressure. Uh, yeah, uh, we may have an extra. We have an extra minute here. Let me play some of Governor Hogan on the C4 show on WBAL radio in Baltimore talking about uh, Baltimore's crime crisis. Uh, Here he is from just a few days ago. So this is uh, one of the things that I'm really fired up about, C4. So in today's Sun, there's a headline. It it touches on your previous discussion about Kerwin. So the headline in today's Sun says it's a matter of life and death if we don't pass this $33 billion increase in spending on schools. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we can talk about what we're going to do with schools over the next 10 years. We already have some of the you know, the best and most highly funded schools in America. We, we obviously all want to see improvements in our schools. But if you want to talk about a life and death matter, mm-hmm. it's doing something about the people that are actually getting shot and killed on the streets of Baltimore. So we we have a, a tough you know crime package that we submitted to the legislature uh, that nearly everyone in the city supports, everyone in the state supports, which we we can talk about. Well, let me do that and now, then instead, I mean, we, for 42 days, the legislature has ignored that legislation. Just since they've been in session, 38 more people have been killed and 59 more people have been shot while they've done nothing about crime. I talked about this in my State of the State. And they talk all day long about how we're going to increase spending on schools with no accountability, no plan to pay for it, but they won't talk about crime. Well, they have no support from city leaders. We have no support from... It's crazy. Well, Governor Larry... All right, Greg... Uh, I mean, look, the uh, the gloves are off, and I've said this as much as I know that he has been able to accomplish some things in the last five years of his administration. We knew that this was probably going to be the yeah, toughest, it, it, but so uh, this whole thing about civility about and working together and coming together, uh, hey, that, that, that's that's increase. not happening this year. And you've got Democrats who are more worried about banning plastic bags and, and discriminatory measures against uh, certain hairdos on people than solving the crime crisis in Baltimore City. And now... Democrats are proposing uh, changes to the sales tax to pay for Kerwin. This is out of control. Yeah, it, it's what we've been talking about, all of the stuff we've been talking about throughout session. Uh, the sales tax increase, we knew it was coming. Uh, and, and the Democrats have tried to tiptoe past the graveyard on all this stuff. That They've ignored that there was going to be tax increases, even though they've kind of admitted it. They've been trying, especially in the state Senate. This is coming out of the House, by the way. So it's interesting how the senators are going to deal with this, how Bill Ferguson is going to deal with this. So now they've got this plan to expand the sales tax to services, something they tried to do in 2007, and it got voted down. Um, It's being put forward by Eric Ludke, who's the majority leader, who we've written about for years at Red Maryland, who's a former left-wing blogger who's now the majority leader in the House of Delegates. If that gives you an idea of how far left this this, uh, legislature has gone, um, it's going to massively increase the sales tax, and they're trying to make it sound 
sound like, well, we're reducing the rate, uh, we're modernizing, we're reforming it, but in reality, they're paying for Kerwin on the backs of working people and poor people. This is the most regressive tax that we have in the state, and it's going to disproportionately hurt the people that Democrats say they care about the most just to put billions and tens of billions of dollars uh, into to defund things that the special interests in the teachers unions want. And as the governor pointed out in that clip that you played, we already have some of the most funded schools in the country. We do. A lot of, some of the things that some of the things that the Kerwin Commission recommended, um, he's got in his budget, but he has an approach that we do what we can pay for. Right. Exactly. And by the way, and by and by the way, uh, there's a great piece by former delegate Herb McMillan from Annapolis, a guy that I've known for years, who makes the point that we've made here. Uh, he served in the legislature under. Uh, when we tried to do this before, it didn't work under Thornton. This is Thornton 2.0. Uh, as he points out, we got, you know, one point improvement in national testing for the tens of billions we spent then. This is the exact same thing. And now, now the Democrats, as late in the session as they can, are finally admitting that you're going to have to raise taxes to do this. Um, and it's, and you're right, the gloves are off because, because as the governor points out, it's not just that they're voting down his crime proposals. It's they're just shoving them in a drawer and just ignoring them while this is all going on. Well, so and, and, governor, right. And Greg, this is why I said this is where the governor has to go back to his change Maryland grassroots and literally get out and start knocking on doors. You want to talk about bringing a lot of press to the Democrats that they don't want. Have him go door to door in Baltimore City. And even Baltimore County, where crime has increased quite a bit under the uh, Johnny O communist, uh, the new communist uh, county executive there, Johnny Olszewski, you know, the, the get yeah, out and, and knock and door to door and, and have the TV crews there with them and have them talk to these people that have voted for legislators that are not working with him. Yet they overwhelmingly voted him back in as governor. So they need to pick up the phone call or excuse me, the phone and call their legislator and say, quit the nonsense, work with the governor on this because otherwise why the hell did they vote for him in the first place yeah I, I, and i think you'll see more of a push for that i think that you know the governor's got a press conference today we, we have a pretty good idea of the things he's going to be talking about uh and i think you'll see more of a push through social media and other places where he's done it in the past to contact legislators and things like that and we'll, we'll see what that ends up doing i mean it is going to have an effect i mean the, the governor clearly is going to veto the blueprint legislation to pay for Kerwin. the governor i can't can't imagine he's going to say other than you know he's going to veto any sales tax increase that gets to his desk. So the Democrats are going to have to override his veto, which in the Senate is not going to, is not a certainty. But and I'm, I, I know this is something you ask um, Senator Carosa in the next hour when you speak to her over the next few weeks. Um, that's you know, this, that that's where the governor is really going to be able to do exactly what you're talking about, putting that pressure on for these really difficult things. Uh, but you're right, the rubber's meeting the road. And, and we've talked since the beginning of session, the governor's been talking about it's strategic to a large degree, but that crime was the number one issue. It's the number one issue that people care about. And the fact that it's getting ignored, as the governor points out,
That's the thing that also can the public can put pressure on to at least talk about it. But you've got look, you've got very left wing chairman in, in both the House and the Senate on judiciary and crime issues. Uh, people who are very much opposed to putting people in jail and keeping them there, which is and, and accountability for judges and stuff like that. There is very very strong opposition to both those ideas in the among Democratic leadership. So um, you know it, it's going to be a tough slog. But there's there's a lot of hate for the governor to make politically and and also you know the, they got to work out a lot of these details if they're going to get a if they're going to get a gubernatorial veto the democrats either have to get this done early so that they can override a veto during session which seems almost impossible given the time frame or we're going to have this debate all summer and winter after the governor vetoes this stuff into the next session and, you know, hang on to your hats for that. Yeah. Now, admittedly, Governor Hogan got reelected for financial purposes or for financial issues, not necessarily crime. So I, I will admit that that I'm not as surprised on the criminal end of things as the financial end of things, i.e. Kerwin. But as it pertains to Kerwin, we are seeing a push for tax increases. And it really is, it, just to put this in context, in case people got in and said, okay, what's going on with the sales tax? Just to give people some context, Democratic leaders of the House of Delegates proposed legislation last night to expand the state's sales tax to professional services as a way to bring in billions more to pay for the Kerwin Commission's recommended overhaul of Maryland's public schools. The legislation would expand the sales tax to include many industries that go currently untaxed, such as legal services, accounting, and engineering. No, while cutting the rate across the board from six cents on the dollar to five cents. But it's it's essentially a bait and switch, and they wouldn't do this if it weren't going to bring in more tax dollars. So ultimately, whether the individuals or businesses suffer or a little bit of both, okay, again, they wouldn't do this if they were losing money on it. So don't get fooled by the, oh, well, we're cutting it from six yeah, to five. And it's still pretty high compared to Delaware, who doesn't even have a sales tax. No, it, it's about, it's, I, some of the estimates I saw, about $2.6 billion uh, additional revenue they're planning to bring in I there you know, go and that's coming out of our pockets of businesses pockets and by the way if a business has to pay more then who is that going to ultimately trickle down to the customer so again democrats need an economy 101 class yeah and you're going to see the lobbyists swarm uh for their particular service industries to exempt them from this that's what we saw in 2007 as well again this is not this is not a new idea this is an old idea that Democrats rejected even under the O'Malley administration. So yeah. uh, it tells it's, you how desperate they are politically it's, it's very, to, to, very, to fund Kerwin. By the way, a, a, sales tax, a sales tax exemption on food, well, that's interesting because I still pay sales tax when I go to the grocery store. Uh, it's certain kinds of food. That's another area they looked at expanding it to. Um, I, I would completely rule that out at some I, point down the road. Maybe that's between the uh, the distributor maybe that's between the distributor and the store or something like that cuz you you still pay sales tax on items it's, it's very yeah. it's very Byzantine yeah. but it, there's certain items that are taxed even at the grocery store and certain ones that are. Yeah. So well uh, with that uh, you know with that we will keep a keen eye on this uh, Greg most certainly but I'll uh, let you tell everybody how they can find you online excuse me. Uh, RedMaryland.com, we've been covering all this kind of stuff. Back the, the, we had a great article about what happened at the hearing on Kerwin, which is really just an AstroTurf dog and pony show. Check that out. Um, RedMaryland.com, Facebook.com slash RedMaryland. And just, just search Red Maryland wherever you are, and you'll get all the information you need. Yeah, and, and life and death, Brooke Ker Ker Kerwin, life and death, please. Oh, that's uh, disgusting. All right, great, great job as always. We'll, we'll talk next Thursday. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right, take care. Appreciate it.